Welcome to The B Word, the podcast for women in real estate who want to unlock the clarity needed to put your big girl panties on and rock your career like the true boss you are. I'm Joanne Bolt, your host, and together we'll dive into the things your broker doesn't teach you in order to own your own path, disown the things getting in the way to finding your place, and stop apologizing for the obstacles you had to overcome along the way. If you're ready to stop playing small and take action in your professional life, this is the place for you. Well, hey there, sunshine. Welcome back to another episode of the B Word Podcast. I'm your host, Joanne Bolt, and I am thrilled that you've tuned in today because it's my birthday week. And to celebrate it, I planned a photo shoot with my favorite photographers so that I can update my brand, Real Boss Women, and make sure my website and marketing material stays fresh and on point. Planning this photo shoot got me thinking about you. As a business owner, when is the last time you took photos that were for your brand? No, I'm not talking about a good old selfie on your iPhone that you post to Instagram, although those are super fun to take. And I'm also not talking about a headshot for a business card, because Buttercup, Who uses business cards these days? I certainly don't. I'm talking about a photo shoot to showcase you, the amazing entrepreneur that you are and the biz that you run. In fact, my goal today is to give you the confidence to book a photo shoot because your brand deserves it. Not only that, but I'm also going to make sure you know exactly how to plan organize, and execute a photo shoot that you feel really good about. Sound good? Yeah, I know it does. Let's dive in. You may be thinking, Joanne, why in the world would I do that to myself? Why do I need a personal photo shoot? I hate looking at myself in pictures. Girlfriend, I'm so glad you asked. Here's the deal. If you have an online presence, and I know you do because you're living in the year of 2022, then having professional lifestyle photos can massively uplevel your business, especially when you know when and how to use them. Stay tuned for next week's episode, by the way, which is going to be episode 68, because I'll be giving you some ways to repurpose your content, including these new amazing photos you're going to take systematically. You all know how I love a good system to calm the chaos of being a solo or entrepreneur. In addition, Lifestyle branded photos can give you the extreme flexibility of being able to market to your ideal client, and you know I love those, by creating an eye-catching portfolio that your client will enjoy seeing and begin to relate to you with. Yes, girlfriend, your Instagram and TikTok reel or YouTube presence does matter because we all love our videos, but so do these time-tested photos. In fact, it's worth spending the money on because you need to show your face in the photos, not just use stock photos you find on the internet. And a good photographer can do that and help you showcase who you are in a fun and meaningful way. You'll then use these to help you tell your potential customer a little bit more about you, what working with you will be like, or just plain invite them into your world. Authentic photos of you with your face make you less imposing, and therefore increases your conversion rates. And couldn't we all use a little bit more of that in our biz? Can I get an amen here? Now, let me be clear on one teeny tiny little detail. 
because a large portion of my audience is real estate agents and I need to point something out. I am not talking about listing photos. So unless the photographer you use to take photos of your listings is also a lifestyle photographer and you have seen some of their work doing that kind of photos, you need to find a different one and you'll need to be prepared to pay up for them. They will more than likely cost a little bit extra than a normal listing photo session because you're going to use them in all your marketing material. So this is not one of those times where you get cheap. And I know what you're thinking right now, Joanne, I already told you I hate having my picture taken. Am I really going to have to do this? Girlfriend, I hate to tell you this, but unless you've been under a rock lately, you're going to have to put your big girl panties on and get over that fact. I'm not asking you to do a TikTok dance here. I'm simply asking you to smile at the camera for a hot second or preferably even laugh at the camera and let the magic moment photo happen. To help you take the guesswork out of how to plan your shoot, I'm about to walk you through my personal system. Trust me, I had to learn to do this myself. I've done multiple ones by now, and each time I get a little bit better and better at them, but I have made some mistakes along the way that I'd like to help you not make. Don't worry about writing all the steps down because you can go to www.realbosswomen.com forward slash photo shoot and download my checklist. It even includes some bonus tips to make sure your shoot runs smoothly. For now, let's start with the pre-planning part of the photo shoot system. I want you to begin by thinking through the objective of the shoot. There's a couple of things to take into consideration here. Is it for a particular launch you're about to have? How about a certain section of your website or blog? Are you looking for photos to create covers for a YouTube video or Instagram post or reels? This will help you determine if you need solid backgrounds or props for your photos. I tend to want colorful and playful stuff, so I usually have to order a few props. You know, things like balloons, confetti, fun coffee mugs. It all needs to be considered. If you have no clue where to start in determining the look you're trying to achieve, here's a pro tip. You need to begin collecting photos and inspiration that you yourself are drawn to. Save them to a collection in your Instagram account or to an album on your phone. But if you walk into a shoot with a certain image in your mind and your photographer doesn't know that, then they can't help you replicate it and you'll end up disappointed. I tried one time to tell a photographer the look I wanted. It was me sitting with a coffee cup and looking all kind of like pensive and stuff. And well, although we took about 30 photos, I just didn't love any of them. That's when I realized that if my photographer had seen the inspo I had for the photo, they would have done a better job of grabbing the correct angle and the lighting that I was going for. That was my mistake. I'll own up to it and I want you not to make it. I also recommend keeping an album to add to throughout the year and in between your sessions. I can promise you this. When you want to find the right photos for inspiration, you won't be able to. And when you're searching for them, you'll see them everywhere. So getting into the habit of saving them when you see them in a place you can locate later, super helpful. Depending on your photographer, you can also send them their way a week or so before the shoot, or like I do mine, tag them in the album so they always know what's catching your eye. I consider outfit selection is very similar to the photo collections. 
If you're out and about in a store and see something that would be a great color or cut on you, go ahead and grab it. Tuck it away in your closet for your next brand shoot. That way, even if you're like me and find yourself doing a shoot in the middle of winter, you can pop out the summer styles to use. Just don't forget to crank the heat up so you're not cold during the shoot or lower the AC if you're doing a winter wardrobe shoot in the heat of summer. Since I do my shoots several times a year, I actually will send photos to my photographer when I see something in the store and ask if she thinks it'll work well. I find that so helpful because she knows my style and brand and her artistic photographer's eye can tell me if the feathers on the arm of a shirt I found will accent the look or, well, just make my arms look puffy. Let's continue our discussion here on the photographer selection since I semi already started it. I mentioned that you need to use someone who's a lifestyle photographer. I really do think this is super critical to the success of your shoot, but how do you find one? Well, I'd start off asking friends. Chances are someone knows someone who's done a great job for them in the past on a family photo shoot at the local pumpkin patch or a brand shoot for themselves. But if that method is failing you, head for social media. Instagram is my go-to place to start. You can search them up on hashtags, things like hashtag Atlanta lifestyle photographer, and then you can see examples right there of the work they've done. Or if all else fails, if there's a brand in your area that you adore what they did, call them up and ask if they'll share the name of their photographer with you. You'll be surprised at how many of them will be flattered you ask and will provide. Speaking of asking a friend, I know you're going to ask me who I use, so I'll fill you in on one of my best kept secrets. Actually, it's not a secret because you know I share everything with you because I want you to be a success. I use an amazing human named Lindsay Lynn. Go ahead, look through the show notes. I'll link to her there. She's part of the Edge Agency here in Cumming, Georgia, and I use them for my entire brand process when I started Real Boss Women. They helped me design and select the colors and the fonts I use, the podcast images, and of course, they were my first brand shoot. While I have done lifestyle shoots prior to Real Boss Women for my real estate business, this was one I had so much fun doing. I love the communication they gave as a company, and I felt comfortable with all the results. So that is why I continue to use Edge and in particular Lindsay to this very day. What I love about Lindsay is she gets my visions and helps me bring them to life. Even when I don't think about the little details, it's kind of like having a team member who's not actually on my team. If you don't have a go-to yet for your photography, though, you'll need to interview a few before selecting the ones you're going to use. Even if you found them on the gram and their stuff looks amazing, because quite frankly, there's just some details you need to hammer out. I've got several important things you'll need to ask and don't worry about grabbing that pen because remember they're all listed out in the free PDF. You're going to go download from this episode at realbosswomen.com forward slash photo shoot. And of course I'll also link to it in the show notes in case you just want to click right there from your podcast player of choice. All right, ready for the secret sauce questions to ask. It's really kind of intuitive, but the first time I ever did a shoot, I didn't know to ask some of these. That's why I'm telling you what I have found out to ask. First, you'll want to get a price quote from them. I know, I know you're probably literally sitting there going, duh, but there's some stuff in the price quote that you may not have thought about. It's super important in that quote to make sure you have a full understanding of how long the session can be. 
how many outfits you're allowed to change into, how many different backgrounds you can use, or if your photographer helps provide them. Ask if they have a studio or will you need to select one to use and rent? Are you using multiple locations? Will your shoot be a mix of indoor and outdoor spaces? That will often increase the fee too, my friend, by the way. So I'll give you some hints on finding spaces in just a second. You'll also want to find out how many photos you get with the session and how many are edited. That is super critical. While I believe fully in not over editing your material, you and I both know that some editing is good. I have these deep set wrinkles in my forehead that my entire family has on my dad's side. Lucky me that that's part of what I got. And I have found that Botox or Juvederm just aren't going to fully get rid of them. And trust me, I've tried. So I do occasionally ask Lindsay to smooth me out some, not to the point where I don't look real in my photos, just enough so that I like the photos and are willing to actually use them. Typically, you can expect 25 to 30 edited photos from a two-hour shoot. That's been what I have found in my experience, but it's all negotiable with your photographer. Just make sure you negotiate it ahead of time. Again, for me, I want not only the edited photos, but also the unedited ones as well, because I never know if a different angle of a photo will be just what I need for something down the road. This goes back to my days of listing homes when I would ask the photographer to give me four to five of the front of the home in various angles. I tended to find that I use them in different marketing ways because potential buyers' eyelines are drawn to different things. So who knows? That hilarious non-edited photo of you dropping the champagne glass and laughing out loud just may work perfectly down the road for a blog post you create. I happen to know that one from experience. And don't forget to ask how and when your photos will be delivered. Do you need a Dropbox account, a Google drive, or will they be on an external disk drive? Here's another mistake I made once. If they're delivered to you via a Google or Dropbox account, make sure you download them to a place you can access them later down the road. I hate to admit this, but on one of my first photo shoots, this was years ago, I did a photo shoot where the pictures were really cool and the photographer sent them to me on a Dropbox account link. I thought I had saved them to my own Dropbox, but I just kept going back to that link to find the photos. So nope, I was actually accessing them through the photographer's Dropbox. So when that photographer cleaned out Dropbox to give themselves more space, yeah, I lost most of my photos. That was totally my fault. Don't make that mistake like I did because it is a painful one to go through. Finally, Do inquire about owning the rights to the photos. You want the full rights to them and to be able to use them however you want for as long as you want. I like photos that I don't have to give credit to the photographer. Oftentimes I'm going to link to them somewhere anyway. So it's not like I'm making people think I took them myself because we all know that's not happening, but not having to put that information printed on the photo or added to a content on a website or a blog It's just, it makes it way more versatile and flexible to be able to use. So that's really helpful. All right. That is a lot to inquire about. And I know your head is spinning, but I also promise to give you some hints on spaces to use. So let's dive in there for the main brand shoot I did with real boss women. I rented a studio and here's where having a conversation with your photographer ahead of time can come in handy. 
Lindsay knew the look I wanted for the brand, so she hunted up space that would accommodate. She knew of this website called Peerspace, that's P-E-E-R-S-P-A-C-E dot com, and they have locations around the country. It's available to anyone, so you don't have to be a photographer to browse and book. And the cool thing about it is people add their spaces all the time to it. So even if you look today for a space in your area, and then you look six months from now, you might find totally different spaces. You can search all kinds of spaces until you find the one that fits the vibe you're going for. And most of them rent by the hour. Lindsay located one for us using Peer Space that was only 25 minutes from my home, which is super nice when you live around the Atlanta area. And it had all kinds of fun things like a white brick background that we use in some shots and the diva green couch in my brand colors that was perfect for a few other shots. So all we really had to bring in was the confetti and color pops, the champagne I wanted, and a couple other small items to make that shoot a total success and one that I could use for a lot of different purposes. If you don't have the budget for space, I can totally understand. You may just be getting started. Then I recommend your house. It can work really nice. It often has a lot of natural lighting. If your photographer has backdrops or lighting that can brighten up the space, then quite frankly, it can be perfect. I find that for a realtor, the house really is the perfect spot for a lifestyle shoot, by the way, because you're given the home feeling without ever having to push the concept to your audience that you're a real estate agent. It's subliminal messaging at its finest. Now that you've scheduled your photo shoot and you'd better go schedule one, go and have some fun with it. Slide into my DMs on Instagram at it's Joanne Bolt and show me some of your photos or text the word photo shoot to me at 678-736-8055 because I want to know what you're planning on doing. I can't wait to follow your brand and check out all the fun and amazing things that you do. But for now, I'll see you next week, same time, same place for the next steps in this brand building journey you're on. <laughs>